Okay, so let's welcome Amanda Lewis and Scott Harvey with Scar Encounters from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Hi, guys. Hello. Yay. This is actually take two of this interview. (laughs) (laughs) That dang Bigfoot got in the way and we had to cancel yesterday. It was was a horrible situation. (laughs) He's a little better fierce this time, so it works. (laughs) Um, Why don't you guys tell us about your crew? Well, we got started in April of this year. Um, our first trip was uh, Kosciuszko County Jail and Museum. At the time, it was me, him, Kelly, and our uh, previous team member, Ricky. Um, we all just kind of decided to do it as a thing, as friends, just going there. Um, and it kind of skyrocketed from there. Um, we really enjoyed doing it. And at some point after all of all of it was done, we went out to eat and just kind of decided to make it a thing and try to come up with a name for it. So we, we just actually went out to eat before we got there, though. Yeah, I was going to say, if my memory serves me right now that I think about it, it was before. <laughs> yeah, on the drive home, we actually uh, is when we got the name. And then I think the next day we had a Facebook page. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, we were just kind of trying to think of ideas and stuff of what to call our team. And so, you know, we just kind of thought, okay, let's just take everybody's first letter, their first name, and make it Scar Encounters. So, Well, yeah, something that sticks, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So we just kind of did that, and one thing after another happened. Um, I ended up making a, a page for our team. You know, we started putting short little clips of things that we, you know, encountered when we were there and from there I just kind of did a lot of social networking to bring a lot more people in and yes um then you know obviously at some point I kind of realized the difference between having a page in an interactive group <laughs> so Been I there. split the two to where the page is for showing like our events and you know if people want to attend events that we may be going to anything mm-hmm. that we did with the team and then the group is more for people that are interested in the paranormal, even, you know, skeptics. We oh, accept oh, yeah. Skeptics, believers, you know, anybody that has interest. And then other team members as well. You know, we, we love sure. being able to interact and get ideas from them. And, you know, just I enjoy being able to have a group and communicate with everybody. Yes, yes. You know, skeptics are my favorite. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Well, skeptics that won't do, I say feared skeptics, the skeptics that fear it. Yeah. Because you're a skeptic, so am I, but we don't fear it. We're like, okay, let's go figure this shit out. Right. Yeah. I mean, there is a difference. Those other ones, they're fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) And, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It does make it more interesting, especially when, you know, you have people on your team or just other team members that, you know, you got some that are full-on believers, some that are in between, and then others that are complete skeptics. Mm-hmm. Makes things interesting to have it that way. 
Yes, viewing yeah. things from all angles. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's nice. Um, and like I said, I mean, we've only been doing this thing for, you know, earlier this year, and I feel like we've been doing pretty great for you guys uh, are since April. Um, and really proud. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. pretty proud of it, and, you know, of course, we appreciate it, the support from, you know, you, your team, and everybody oh, that's yes. engaged in our group, and, I mean, it's great. Actually, and as of today, we have a new member. Yay. I was going to bring that up. I Facebook stalk you guys. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> no, uh, I, I knew him years and years ago, and we just kind okay. of reconnected, and uh, he actually helped me bring in this couch over here. Um, I see your kitty. <laughs> yeah, I see your kitty. Yeah, you might see a ferret or two running around as well. That's why I keep looking down. They keep coming over by my feet. I love it. That's so cute. Uh, he, uh, he actually, after helping carry that massive couch into the apartment, he sat down and uh, kind of did a little talk about it. And he's like, well, I'll buy a camera right now. And he did. He he sat down on our computer and, you know, paid for a you know $300 camera. Had it Whenever it gets here, he's like, do whatever you guys need to do with it. Nice. So he's awesome help already. Yeah. And then he took dinner at uh, Red Robin, so yeah, we have nice <laughs> Yeah. You should have called me. I would have came down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was going to buy a recorder, too, but we're like, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> baby steps, baby steps. Yeah, yeah and yeah. aside from him, we, we have another person that we're yeah. going to be having on the team. Um, we're going to kind of meet up with him in person. It's actually going to be on Friday night. We'll okay. meet up and talk with him, and things seem to be going really good with him. He seems like a good fit for us also, so that's going to be another addition. So now he's not going to feel like the only dude anymore in the yeah. team. You know, we'll have two that's extra guys. Yes. It'll definitely help out, and, you know, it's nice to be able to have people that will be dedicated as well and help contribute to the team. you got to have that, you know. Oh, for sure. So nobody's left hanging, and scrounging for uh, money and stuff to be able to get equipment and go on trips. It definitely helps out. Always fun. Always fun to do yeah, that. Sure. <laughs> That's full of sarcasm there. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this field is not cheap. That's for sure. <laughs> that it is not. I got grounded from buying any more equipment. Uh, between She's close. She's getting yeah. close. Yes, it was it was because first it was all the podcasting equipment. And and then he's like, okay, you, you, I'm going to give you an allowance. Okay. And then I was like, oh, I need an investigating crew, so I'm going to need this, this, and this. <laughs> oh, I had to hide that in the trunk for a while. <laughs> it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I'm, I'm constantly having that on my mind, Impulses. you know. If it's not doing something with social networking or creating, like, graphic, you know, Something, graphic yes. design type of stuff for the yes. website. Eye poppers. You know, things like that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm always thinking about, man, what's the next piece of equipment to get for us? You know, what's the next destination we want to go mm -hmm. to? Um, in fact, I mean, we're discussing having our newer guy, um, Jared, coming to Prospect with us this weekend. So okay. that might end up happening, you know. It'll be a nice first, you know, time chance for oh, him for to sure. start coming and experiencing that and it'll be honestly as far as i know it's his first investigation yeah and we're throwing him right into prospect place so that could be yeah. uh 
Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. He doesn't seem shakes very easily, though. He seems kind of yeah. rigid, I guess. Yeah. yeah. He's like a pretty calm, collected guy, so I would actually find it quite entertaining to see him get scared. <laughs> right, right. Kind of throw a man, both feet first. Yeah. That's the best way to do it, and then you guys can see how y'all are going to work together, too. So. Yeah. Yeah, good. for sure. Definitely. I, I think it'll be a good fit with both of these guys, though, for sure. And um, we've actually we've been discussing more um, upcoming events to try to set up with. Um, Exciting stuff. Yeah. Yes. Um, another one coming up that we're looking into is for um, September. Depending. September. I it's think. it's variable right now. We've got a we've talked a little bit with the crew. And there's one member that might not be able to make it on one day, and then the other day that's available, we have another one that might not be able to make it. So we're <laughs> it's up in the air, but yeah. it is the Octagon Hall in Kentucky. Okay, that's awesome. So we're kind of we're trying. It's in, it's in the works. Yeah. Now, how many people do you have in your crew? After uh, this coming Friday, when Richard is. Inducted, I guess. Uh, we will have seven. seven Four ladies and three men. Okay. And so we have eight, and I found it it's kind of nice to have eight, especially like if you're going to these different places, because like yeah. let's say you just had three or four, two of them couldn't go. You know, right. it's like, oh, my gosh, at least, you know, as far as the team goes, you guys can still go. And, so, and it sucks when yeah, people exactly. can't go, but it at the same time. That way, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, we try to meet in the middle with everybody and make it work. And, you know, if we have to reschedule certain things. But then, you know, like you said, there's just going to be, regardless, some situations where some people just can't go. And we, you know, we can't always make it happen to where we have to continue to wait until everybody can go. So Yeah, because that will never happen. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping, though, with this one, it's a pretty awesome location. If you yes. haven't looked up yet, I would highly suggest it. Um, okay, awesome. This place with a lot of history. Um, it's been on the Travel Channel, History Channel? All of them. I think. Yeah, all of them. Sci-fi, A&E, yeah. Discovery, History, yeah. Travel, all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a pretty, and it's a, wow. a pretty freaking affordable, especially for people that have a, you know, at our amount of people on, you know, the team. Right. It's it's very affordable. I'll so to look into that. I actually have relatives down there in Kentucky. Yeah, it's right near... Bowling Green, Kentucky, I believe. Okay. Somewhere around there. Yeah. <laughs> Drink break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both kind of did that. Oh, this guy advertises Kyle Drink. I'm not advertising. <laughs> <laughs> I try to get him off that horrible stuff. Ugh. Kyle Drink, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, we just... Pretty much what we try to do is schedule ahead of time so that we keep busy, you know. Um, yes. We try to work it to where um, it's on weekends that I don't have my daughter uh, since mm -hmm. basically we have me and her father basically share custody. So every other weekend, you know, the weekends that yep. she's with her dad are the weekends that we try to schedule to go places and um, since everybody else on the team that has kids, you know, they're all old enough and out of the house. They don't right. have or anything. It makes it a lot easier for our team to to just kind of work around, you know, my schedule with her. Right. For um, sure. So it's nice, you know, so it kind of works, you know, every other weekend 
each month. So at least twice each month we try to book to go somewhere. Right, right. Yeah, cool. Well, you also definitely got to take that time, that family time. I'm learning that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, we, we've had situations before where it, you know, we had an opportunity to go somewhere and it was the only time we really could do it. And it happened to be a weekend that I had my daughter or something. So usually what I would do is, you know, I just have her kind of during the day or something. And then later on towards the night when it's time to go to that place, mm-hmm. you know, with my parents or her, you know, dad. So, yeah, you know, we make it work. You know, I still get my family time. We all get time with her. And then on the side, you know, we do our thing. So we're normal human beings. You know, we got jobs, got things to do. <laughs> <laughs> Even if our minds are consumed with doing this, which it really I, is. I, sometimes, you know, you, I'm sure you experience that too. You know, you got to take a break once in a while or you just all get all the time. Well, that's actually why I'm happy that I met you guys. Cause now I can talk to you and you know what the heck I'm trying to say or whatever. Yeah. When I try to talk paranormal to anybody else, they don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, no, they want to no. ask me questions, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the moment we hear somebody talk about something with ghosts or paranormal, we're like immediately all in the conversation. <laughs> what was that? Was that? Yeah. I know I keep trying to get my boss because sometimes we have um, slow times at work. And I'm like, you know, because they had two um, maintenance guys die (laughs) right in the maintenance room. Now they don't have maintenance anymore. He refuses to get any more maintenance guys. He thinks that it's janked. But weird stuff happens at the shop. Yeah. All the time. And and I keep asking, just let us come in here. Just let, Mm -hmm. you know. Oh, no, no, you're going to wake up something bad. You're going to wake up something bad. And I'm like, I wish you understood. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It would be a lot of fun. Um, Now, what got you guys into paranormal? You knew that question was coming. Come on. (laughs) I kind of watched it when I was uh, young, just on TV and stuff like that. My mom had always told me stuff that had happened to her. Um, the house that she grew up in was, um, riddled with activity. Um, it was built in, I want to say 1830. Mm -hmm. Um, my mother lived there from the time she was a child until she moved out. And in fact, up until two years ago, uh, now probably more like five years ago, uh, my grandfather still actually lived there. Um, sold the house. I thought they demolished it because it was in some pretty bad shape but Mm. um i actually just drove by last year and it was just remodeled um all kinds of uh claims uh, i'm gonna kill your cat that's actually (laughs) already scratching the crap out of our couch um claims of like a, a closet door like when you shut it at night and lock it, it'll always be open. Uh, now, they were kids in the 70s, the 60s. Right. So Ouija boards were definitely brought into the house on a few different occasions. Um, a lot of different claims. My mom having full-body apparitions coming you know, into her bedroom. Multiple wow. games. Uh, you know, my grandfather lived there for over 40 years, but he never admitted to you know, encountering anything. Oh, yeah, especially back then. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, I heard all those stories, and I was like, oh, you know, that's cool. I, I've never encountered anything. I've never seen anything that I can't explain or heard anything that I can't say is paranormal. Okay. And, you know, watching all the stuff on TV, I'm like, man, these people are getting paid. Like, I wonder, you know, are they just slipping a little bit in here and there or exaggerating this? or I'm sure you know, it happens. That door or anything like that. And it's like, you know, then you actually do get into the field and you hear that it. some people do do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, screw it. Let's just get our own team. I want. I got some questions that need answered, so yeah, yeah, for sure. I know where I can do it at. And, you know, we we had started dating um, almost a year ago, and it was like we started watching just paranormal shows on TV and you know all kinds of other stuff. And before we knew it, we watched like every episode of Ghost Adventures. <laughs> so I have yeah. literally every episode, and then we're like, "What do we do now?" And that sucks when you end a show. You invest so much of yourself, and it feels like you got a relationship with those people, and then you're sad, and it's like, like you said, what do you Uh, do? We don't have cable, so we know there's ghost adventures, but it's like we got to go to, like, a team member's house or my parents (laughs) just be able to watch it. So, yeah, we just (laughs) stick with our Netflix and Amazon Prime and all that kind of stuff and see what we can get and... But yeah, I mean, on the on the same topic, you know, with what got us started on this, um, for me, it was more so, I mean, growing up, me and my mom would actually always watch anything that was, like, um, related to the paranormal, to crime, you know, like serial killer type stuff. We both just naturally had those, I guess, a morbid mind where we got into that stuff. So many people do, they won't admit it. So we, me and her always had a thing, you know, we'd always watch it almost every night, you know, together. It'd be like before I'd go to bed for, you know, school the next morning. Right. We'd stay awake, you know, watching shows like that. And so that fascinated me right away, getting into watching these shows. And, you know, what helped, too, is, um, you know, during my younger teenage years, we, you know, lived at this house um, where we kind of thought, you know, maybe there was some something going on in there, some some unexplainable things. Right. Um, for one, you know, just underneath my uh, floor in my room, would always hear what sounded like, you know, an animal or something running cr- across, you know, the crawl space. Um, it always seemed to happen underneath in my room. Nobody else in the family seemed to ever hear it except for me. And uh, there's just a time my brother and I were in my room and um, out of nowhere, he heard the same noise and he just kind of stopped for a second and was like, is that what you're talking about? That noise? Immediately, we told, you know, our dad and he went into the crawl space, couldn't find any openings with any animal to be able to have any entry in there. No feces, no like trails of you know, animal paws or anything down right. there, or cobwebs. And it took no more than a, about a week or something until I still was hearing that noise underneath my floor. Um, and then it wasn't so much other than that. I didn't, I didn't have too many experiences personally, but I know like my brother and mom did. My mom actually stopped sleeping with her feet hanging off the outside of the bed because she actually felt <laughs> cold hands squeeze her toes. 
And so she just stopped that. And ever since she told me that, I never have my feet hanging off the bed ever. Um, nope. <laughs> and uh, my brother, you know, he, he had experiences, you know, where he was laying in bed and listening to music on some headphones. Fell asleep. The music stopped. He heard a really loud whisper saying his name right by his ear. And he opened up his eyes and nobody was there. You know, another experience, you know, where he saw a woman coming out of his closet and standing there looking at him and then just walked out like into the bathroom. So just little random situations like that were going on. And, you know, we don't really know the history on the house. So I almost feel like I should look up if there was anything like if anybody got, you know, killed or just died of natural causes there. Really made me wonder. But. And then um, I guess the only other experience I could think of that would have got me into this, too, is I remember when I was much younger um, and when my grandma was still alive, she liked to flip houses a lot. Mm -hmm. She would have a habit of buying old beat up houses, fixing them up and selling them. But she would buy them in like not good areas of town. Right. She bought this really big, it was a big, beautiful brick house, and apparently the family all died in there. there were, the house was on fire at one point, um, and my mom had told me about that, and I remember we went to go visit there for the first time, and I, being a you know curious little girl, I just kind of walked around the whole house while they stayed downstairs, right. and I was going upstairs, and I went in one, one of these bedrooms, and... Um, you know, kind of like the noise those windows make when you got a lot of wind going on, like the whistling noise. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of hearing something like that, and it just kind of caught my eye. And I went into this one particular room, and I was being nosy. I was just kind of looking at my grandma's old jewelry and stuff. Well, of course. That's what and, you're supposed to do. Like, the window wasn't open or anything. It, it was actually shut, but, you know, because of that wind, it had a little bit of that going on. And I remember that door actually shut. And I remember freaking out because when I tried to open the door, it would not open. It was like something like locked it. And I freaked out. And I remember I was yelling for my mom to, you know, come upstairs and open this freaking door. And I I remember it it at least took a good minute or two for me to even get that door to open. But that house like creeped me out after that. I didn't like going. And I mean, that's that's a very vague type of memory that I have, but I do remember it because it scared the living shit out of me. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, being little. But, and... <clears throat> I don't know. Like, like I said, I feel like so many people in my family have had experiences, you know, and not so much me. So that's one thing that I like being in this field is being able to go to these places and try to you know, experience, and I want to see a full body apparition. I have yet to see that. I want to be touched by a spirit. Like, I want those experiences, and I'm sure he wants the same with being a skeptic and everything. Right, right. Try to get some answers and see if it's really out there. Now, I already know your favorite location. That was your first one that you guys did, right? Um, I would say so to this point, yeah. yeah. Right now, I'm sure I'm that'll change, you know, no doubt. I'm, I'm sure oh, there's yeah. going to be places. I mean, in fact, I'm, a, I'm even thinking right now Prospect Place is probably going to be my next favorite, if gotcha. not the first favorite to go to, but. 
<laughs> the ferret's going in his shoes yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello. Yeah, that's Dahlia. That's oh, Dahlia. my gosh. One. She looks so big on yeah. there. <laughs> She's just a little baby. Well, oh. kind of. A year old. What a sweetie. Go play. Go play. Well, I know another thing we were talking about was, um, I think you mentioned um, kind of like our beliefs if we go, like if we have any religious beliefs or if we go by, you know, science when it comes to. Right. Why not? Like some people more on the spiritual side where they are full on believers, like, and then you got the complete skeptics that are like, okay. Let's bring science into it. Now, where do you guys fall on that? Yeah. Uh, I'm complicated. <laughs> um, being probably the only Christian that I know that believes in evolution, um, I believe in the possibility of a spiritual realm. Okay. Um, aside from, like, what happens at death, like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. heaven or hell, you know, the, the Christian belief, I do believe in that. Do I believe it's instantaneous? No. Okay. I I more or less believe in kind of this lull, this this time period where like a purgatory basically, but yes. it's necessarily like the common belief of purgatory. It's like just this state of being in between, mm-hmm. you know, creation and judgment. And judgment being the last day where you're like, okay, well, now your spot that was reserved for either heaven or hell, you know, part your ways. Now you're going. Right. Um, It's super weird, but that's why I'm in the field because, like, I want to know. Well, it's it's, good, though. It's it's good to have that curiosity and just not stop yourself because of your religious belief. And that's great that you still hold on to your faith, but you you want to, I don't want to say, you want to know if there's more, and, and, right. and that's great, that's great. Yeah, and in the same sense, I can kind of relate, too, because, you, you know, like, I guess with me, it's it's quite the opposite of him. I actually, I'm not a believer of God. Um, I consider myself more agnostic, um, and I know, you know, with agnostics, with us, it's we have a hard time believing in things unless if we have the proof in front mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. And that's how my mind works with most things. So what intrigues me to be in this field, too, is when we are experiencing things where I'm even, you know, kind of taken aback, like, what could this be? What could be causing this? It's really, right. you know, it's really making me think because, you know, if I'm not, if I'm sitting here not having a belief that there is a God, it makes it kind of confusing in the same sense of having a belief that there is an afterlife in spirits. So right, right. That's what my mind is, is, you know, it's like, it's super confusing even for me to begin to understand to what to believe and what not to believe. Right, but, you're in that gray area. Yeah, like I want to call myself a believer, but then in the same sense, you know, I do have my moments where I am still kind of on the fence with things. Yeah, yeah. So, I want us to be able to go to more locations and I want things to happen that will really make me sit there and be like, holy shit. Like, yeah. In fact, this is yeah. it. during our last residential investigation, they got a kick out of it because I was standing in the kitchen and I was like, I'm just starting to believe that ghosts aren't real. Like, this is all just a 
bunch of crap. Yeah. But <laughs> 30 seconds later, the REM pod goes off, and it's in the room by itself. Like, there's no one in there. Uh, there were some guinea pigs, but they were, like, on the floor, like, three feet away from it. If you know how a REM pod works, yeah. you got to be within that far to make the thing light up. Right. And, like, I kind of thought maybe the cat, but because there was a cat there. Okay. I looked over because I was in the kitchen, and it's like the living room's kind of an extended portion of it. I look over, and the dog and the cat were like sitting on the floor right there, and I was like, "Not to mention that was our team member Carrie's REM pod that she had got, and that was literally the first time she's ever even seen her REM pod go off." Oh wow! Super happy when it happened. She's like, "Oh yeah, for sure." It went off, and I was the only one that did not get to see it. Like, I went right when it stopped. It seemed like whatever made it go off turned it off the moment we actually were, like, right by that door noticing. Right. So the camera didn't catch it. Yeah. Of course, we didn't have the camera set up yet for it to be able to catch that. Oh, yeah, that's how it goes. That sucks, too. It's just so cool. It's just like, you know, and... It helps us start to learn more and teach ourselves how to be better equipped and better prepared for when we go places, you know. For sure. It's it's still a learning experience. Yeah, I feel like a lot of, you know, teams feel the same way, you know. Mm -hmm. You you all first start off where you might not know what the hell you're doing and... You got to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you learn from your mistakes, learn what Mm -hmm. things to do to be better at getting evidence better like video quality yeah uh, you know things like that and that's why I think with us a lot of it is why we don't like we have a YouTube channel but we don't have a lot of videos right now is because me and him what makes us very much alike is that we both in a sense are like perfectionists so he doesn't like to post something unless if it's good enough to his liking right like putting a video together something that's like a full length like episode for people to watch you know he's he's picky about that we want to make sure we have something that's worth people sitting and watching oh for sure oh because we know we're picky about shows we watch so we don't want somebody to sit there and click something and be like man you want them to keep coming back yeah like you want something to keep their interest up and you know have good quality and Mm -hmm. it's the same with me when it comes to like the website you know i I promise to everybody I'm going to have our website. You keep saying that on the Facebook. I I don't know. I keep saying it, and I know I've been picky with it. I'm going to add our new team member on there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do that, we're, we're good. Awesome. I'm, I'm excited for everybody to be able to see it. Um, for sure. It's, it's turned out really good. Oh, this is, this is the this other is one. Boy. Oh, we thought she for like pretty much a year, and then we got them at the vet and found out that that's actually a boy. Phoebe's <laughs> yep. a she. He. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> How fun! Yeah. So what? Um, what's your guys' favorite like piece of equipment? And what do you like to play with the most? Camera. I I I like working the camera, and. You know, doing different things with it. I mean, just for what we're doing tonight, I set up a whole camera system and everything. So um, doing it during investigations is I'm, – I'm actually really excited that our new member bought another camera for us. Oh, heck yeah. Um, so now we're going to have 
two, three, four cameras be able to run on an investigation. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll have hopefully be able to do two statics and, you know, two handhelds. And, yeah. Uh, go from there. Sweet. Yeah. What about you, Amanda? I think for me, um, like Cam, I like to be able to use the camera, um, even though I'm not very tech savvy. So there's a lot of times where I'm still looking at him like, what is this button? Where do I find <laughs> this? What am I doing? Right. But aside from using that, I, I like to go as basic as just using the EVP recorder. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the best device to be able to catch the most authentic piece of evidence. Okay. Um, one thing about our team that I feel separates us from a lot of teams is that although we can respect the science mm-hmm. and everything behind ITC equipment, um, it's it's not really our thing so much. We don't really care for using spirit boxes or any of that. We like to keep it with the old original camera, EVP recorder, your right. eyes. Oh, for sure. Your ears, everything personal. Mm-hmm. But then if it's not personal and you want other people to see it, obviously you're using devices like a camera and an EVP recorder. Right. Um, how would you describe how would you describe like spirit boxes like in our view what we think if you take a <laughs> an fm radio and just click next really quickly well that's how i explain it to i mean i have one and yeah. we got there's two of them that are used throughout you know depending on what we're doing um i have one because the crew wanted one and i just let them do I, it you know we got like two of them that religiously use them you know what i mean so i'm like yeah. that's your baby that's your baby you know so i mean that's if, if we didn't have a another member at one point that bought one i probably would have bought one because mm-hmm. you know you and see we would have hated it and probably tried to like put yeah. it off to somebody and else like, <laughs> i always liked them watching them on shows and everything it's mm-hmm. like oh, man that's so great but the first time i i got to use one yeah, it was like one out of every 30 words that you hear might be related to a question that you asked. Right. And when you have those other 29 words in there that you know, you know a radio. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for me to get there on that one out of the 30 that is relatable. It's too much well, of a Right, could be. Yeah. And, that, and, and it's hard to... When I say even the EVPs that people post that, you know, that's what it is. But at the same time, it's so hard to make out something. Yes, it Almost, really is. It, 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 that spirit's being muffled. Essentially. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of it, too, is, you know, I feel like you're in tune with the spirit box. Like you're trying to um, pick up on things that you want to hear, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, you well, yeah. Like, oh, how many spirits are here? And then you're just waiting for a number. And, you know, mm-hmm. if, you know, just magically, you know, words and a number comes through, then you're like, oh, yeah, that's it. That's what I asked. You know, like, that's why we don't exactly base evidence off of that necessarily. Yeah. And right, right. like to be able to just get the authentic, you know, now, voice. I will say I have heard some snippets of different teams using a spirit box. Mm-hmm. Or you can plain as day tell 
that over you know 16 bandwidths, you have yeah. almost an entire sentence of the same voice. Now that, yeah. absolutely, it's compelling evidence. Yes. It is. Yes. But for me to actually just want to whip one out and you know use it on every investigation for like 20 minutes, it's like I would rather bang my head up against. Yes, all. it really <laughs> is. It's a lot of time and dedication to get one, work with it, learn it, and and know what you're actually hearing. Because you guys are absolutely correct. Yeah. People almost kind of manifest. Yep, that said seven. Well, no, I kind of heard like it said cat. You know, it just. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then you got sure. three different people hearing three different things, and, and it does make it hard. But if you got that one person, you know, on the team that has used it for years, that they've done all sorts of different things, because there are people that are good at it, and they'll tell you 99.9% of the time, you're not going to get nothing on that, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so it does seem like a waste of time, but some people do have the passion for it. Yeah. I don't have the patience. That's my problem. I think one of the things that I would really like to get, I, I have seen it on one, I don't even remember what show it was. It looks like a tiny little coffin, but it's a music box, mm-hmm. and it's motion sensitive. It's like the old school music box where you crank it, yeah. and it's got the wheel with the pins that, you know, pluck. Yeah, yeah. But it's motion sensitive. So if you get real close to it and you move, it'll like, right. it'll play it, and it'll play the music. I don't know why. I just think it's really cool. Uh, the design of it, the um, the way it's activated, and the you don't get some eerie like ring 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 alarm. Right, right. It's like this, this creepy little music. <laughs> you, know, you know, if you if set the mood yourself in a haunted house or a mansion or asylum or whatever. Yeah. It's pitch black, and you just hear that creepy music. A, you know something triggered it. Right. And B, it's creepy music in a dark haunted house. Like, <laughs> come on, the effect is perfect. I, I actually found a website that sells that too. I can't think. You have to remind me. I can't think is. of what it is, but I found it at one point, and it's it's not cheap. If I remember no, right, right, I know it's definitely two hundred plus dollars. Oh my goodness! I mean, I can agree with him. Using devices like that would be awesome to have something like that go off. My God! I may try to get some pieces of some things and. Work some Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you do what you got to do. I might. I might. I'm thinking about it in my head on how it could work, and I think I might. Right. Yeah. Do you you guys have, like, equipment on your wish list? What's, like, the number one thing? Like, if money wasn't an an option or whatever. Thermal camera for me. Yeah. I really want a thermal camera. Oh, God. Yes. Yes. I would say SLS, but I, I think that's it. I think it's a thermal. Yeah. Yeah, and then I just can't get myself to hit the buy button. I'm like, oh, oh yes. you want it so bad, and it's no pricey, which you know sucks. You know, especially if you want to get what is it called, the flur? Fleer. 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 I don't know. Oh, that's, fun. <laughs> that's fun. Three hundred plus bucks, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's worth it. We'll get people's opinions that you know, or watch. Right. Maybe you tell us getting the Fleer Fleer is worth it. <laughs> Definitely worth it. That's definitely another thing, too, aside from getting a thermal. Definitely we want to be able to get a DVR system. And mm-hmm. actually going with, you know, Prospect, we're actually uh, one of Carrie, um, our team member, her oh, friend. Nice. He's yeah. actually going to – he's letting us borrow his and awesome. seeing like to get that, you know, of what he's got. So we're pretty excited for that yes. to have even more, you know, 
footage to be able to get. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. A good time. But, I mean, what's cool, too, is the bed and breakfast place that we're staying at is literally down the street it's, from Prospect Place. She keeps saying that. Oh, it's wrong. Awesome. It's like <laughs> there's Prospect Place, and very nice is the bed Okay. Breakfast. Not like over here. It's Nice. Now, do you guys have any, let's say, wish list locations that, like, again, if money wasn't an option, time wasn't an option, and, and you could go anywhere to investigate, you had 24 hours to investigate, where oh, would you yeah. go? I would have to go probably somewhere in England or Europe in general. Yeah. If I could do, like, all of Europe in 24 hours, that would be amazing. Oh, my but, God, yeah. Like Dracula's Castle or... Oh, gosh, yes. That any of awesome. those castles, really. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. England. Yeah, or England. Germany or... What if it's in the U.S., though? Because, I mean, in that class, that's a given. Europe, anywhere in Europe, we would want to go to. there's so much history over there, it'd be so insane. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. From before we ever started doing this, I've had my eyes on one location, and it's not far from us, and it's probably not even super expensive. Bobby Mackey's Music World. Oh, yes. Pretty popular one. Watch that. I've wanted to go. And that would have been season one, episode one of Ghost Adventures. So, <laughs> what, like ten years ago now? <laughs> well, yeah. You guys got the plan of For me, I really just want to be able to go to any type of asylum. Like, my interest is that's the top. I'm mm -hmm. thinking probably my, my goal by next year, aside from, you know, Waverly Hills, I want to yeah. go to Hearst. Okay, um, yeah. Another big one that I want to go to because – I mean, I don't know, even, it's like the thought of the fact that there was once the living there that weren't mm -hmm. really, like, in a normal state of mind. Right. And their past and their spirits, and they have that state of mind. It's a very creepy thought, and yes. I, I want to be creeped out. I want to go outside of my bubble when I'm going someplace. I want to push myself to be by myself and ask questions and see what happens, see what I can pick up, you know. I don't know, just everything about, like, an asylum type of setting, that's what I want to do. If I'm not going to, you're going to a castle anytime soon, I'll <laughs> Yeah. sell a lot of shirts to go to Europe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, the funny part, too, is, like, on our group, you know, we, we've got people that are from Europe, and I've crossed ones that are more fascinated with all of what we have here in the U.S., they think that yes. our stuff is more interesting, and I'm like, do you guys step outside and just look around? Like, yeah, everywhere yes. is like super gorgeous and just fascinating, and so full of history. I would love it. Never want to come no, back. Even if I wasn't in the paranormal stuff, it would still just be so yeah. cool to go over there and see yeah. the castles, and it's amazing. Sure, I know. Oof. Yeah, they don't but, know how lucky they have it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'd think China would probably have a lot of really Ooh. great. Too. Yeah, and I wouldn't know what the hell I was talking to or how to talk to them, but I mean, they probably wouldn't understand us either. We'd right. have to learn their language. That was I, actually a question I had on the podcast because I have a lot of thinking time at work, and it was, at how okay, let's say we went to Mexico and we're like, hey, who's here with us? 
how would we know what they're saying? You know, yeah. like, like they're just not going to come at us speaking English if they didn't speak English, you know, when they were here. Yeah, they might be sitting there trying to listen to us, but they're like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm like, well, maybe that's where, like, the mad ghosts come from, and they're throwing books at your head, or they're pulling the hair because they can't. They can't talk to you through, yeah. you know, the EVPs or something. That was just a thought I had. English! <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I said, no, I'm not English. <laughs> exactly. What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, would, uh, I would actually be pretty curious in that myself on is language a barrier? Mm-hmm. Why? Um, it, it, just being that language... In all reality is a man-made mm-hmm. yeah you know it's not it's something that's learned through generations it's not something you you're born with because otherwise right. babies would be coming out like god i can't breathe you know yeah yes. so it almost kind of makes me wonder if there's a uh similar to the days of the tower of babel you know everybody mm-hmm. spoke in tongues at the time but it was really like an angelic language right um uh, sorry, I'm getting into like some Bible history here. <laughs> I don't mean to be going down that road. But, you know, it just makes me wonder well, if there is it, yeah. an angelic language or a spiritual realm language, or you know, are there you know two spirits that maybe come across each other and like been living by each other for 200 years, but they don't know what each other is saying. Yeah. You know, like the Battle of the Alamo, you know, you had yeah. uh, you know Amer- or Texans fighting you know the Mexican army. You know, obviously one of each at least died. So they're like in the same area and like can't even talk to each other or what? Like, right, right. Part of how my crazy brain works, I guess. You imagine if they're all dead and they're stuck being around each other, they're probably going to learn each other's language, you'd think. Maybe. Or just get mad and fight like ghosts do. No, that's true too. <laughs> Yelling at each other, cursing at each other in different languages. Think about that. To catch more than one spirit, but they're, like, arguing with each other. (laughs) Yes, yes. Like, what is going on? We had actually an investigation at Three Rivers Distillery here in Fort Wayne. And uh, Carrie was telling us, and, in fact, the the manager and the general manager uh, were telling us that um, a lot of times you can hear two people arguing in a part of the brewery and we did some, some searching back and, you know, it's, we discovered that it used to be a bakery at the turn of the century. Um, the last century, not this one. Um, (laughs) and there was kind of rumors of, I'm trying to go back in my memory of the owner and like a, uh, uh, like a janitor, uh, custodian. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of didn't necessarily get along, but uh, it's just kind of side topic that I thought of. Yeah. And I mean, she had mentioned that, that, you know, they could, hear them arguing and stuff like that so yeah like we we all you know we were kind of doing a walkthrough and with carrie being our psychic medium you know she was picking up on a certain area in the back area where you know the distilling was and um she said that she actually was picking up on like two guys in that area that were like arguing and um i mean that that's interesting you know it's especially intriguing when you have a medium on your Because they get to see and hear things that we're never going to be able to have that ability for. Exactly. It's awesome when, you know, she goes places with us and, you know, if we go in there completely clueless, she picks up on stuff. And it just it makes it all that much more interesting to hear things. And 
The awesome thing about Carrie, too, is that she does not like to know anything about the places she's going to. She doesn't want to know mm. the history. She doesn't want to know the names of any of these people that may have passed there. Um, yeah. She wants to pick it all up on her own. Yeah. And yeah. we may be on the opposite end, find out history and names before she does, and then we can right. all, like, together at some point and see if there's a match. And Yeah. You know, she she's pretty spot on with a lot of the stuff that she picks up nice. on. Um, she's definitely proven herself a lot to be a legit medium because personally with us, like we know there's a lot of fakes out there and oh yeah, <laughs> pretend they're something they're not. I see you guys have an upcoming investigation uh, with Great Lakes Ghost Hunters. Yes, at for the sure. Mineral House. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. We are. Um, we got invited as guests to go there. Their team um, is going to be going in October. Carrie is actually part of that team also because she's okay. part of I think, three different teams Something aside like from ours, I believe. I lost track. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got invited to go, and it's a really awesome opportunity. I know it hasn't been the easiest to get a spot to go in there. We're hoping at right. least by next year our team will be able to go there. Awesome. But now you know, we'll have the experience. Um, I have to work the next morning, so we're not going to be there all night. It's pretty much right. going to be 6 p.m. to like 11 p.m. or something. Right. But with how active that place seems to be for so many teams that go there, I have no doubts that we're going to have get something. Stuff. Right. Yeah, to get something while being there. So, yeah, we're, we're excited for sure. And we think it's pretty awesome to be able to get to know other teams and coordinate things to meet other team members and do investigations together. We definitely have different teams in mind aside from going with them to meet up with. Um, right. You know, it, it's nice. It's nice to be able to have that pair of unity yes. and to be humble <laughs> and helpful. And Well, why not? We're all going out there doing the same thing. Yeah. Like, we just we may have our different ways, but. Yeah, it's like, unfortunately, we know in this field there are some people out there that have a big head, and I don't know if they just think no. they're better than everybody going to get famous or what the deal is. That doesn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> some of them just talking about. have egos, and yes. we don't, we want to make a point to not be that way, you know, right, we want to sure. be able to show support to everybody, you know, because, hell, you'll get some people out there, you know, we're you're nice enough to just kind of tell them, hey, you know, follow my group, you know, if you don't mind or whatever. And yeah. I make a point like, hey, even though I'm saying that to you, like, I'll support you, too, you know. Right, so for sure. Week, I'll do it right back and I'll stick to it. I won't be on there for like a week and then let go of your group and just leave it. So that right. way you're mine, but I'm not on yours. Like, I don't I don't work that way. And unfortunately, I, I feel like there are people that do oh, tend to. Sure. Um, usually I try to boot those people off of my personal page and <laughs> okay you're not gonna do that then yeah <laughs> do the yeah, same thing yeah. back so yeah we just we want to be able to show support back for people that are supporting us and you know we really appreciate the people that do for sure do you guys have any advice for i know you guys are still newer but like what's your one piece of advice for let's say somebody that was thinking about starting a group start with a recorder fair enough recorder some friends. Some friends. You gotta have friends. Friends. I started out Just wrong. For these friends that definitely don't lie, don't backstab you, don't cause drama within the group. You know. <laughs> hey. 
I'm not sure those would be friends. I think you might have to find strangers. We have (laughs) team members now. But, um, yeah, I think that's very important when you do put a team together is for everybody to be honest and communicate, give suggestions, just be honest with each other. Don't talk behind each other's backs, Um, you know, and – Obviously, like like I said, you know, it's it's important to not pretend you're something that you're not. Yes. I am not any aspect of life. I'm an empath. I am a sensitive. I'm a psychic. I'm never going to be saying any of those things because I know I don't have those abilities. Mm -hmm. Carrie has let us know, you know, the more you do this, even when you don't have those abilities, you naturally will become a little bit more sensitive to environment. You're opening up. And I can see that happening for us, maybe. Not sure about him. He's He's dead wherever he goes. I'm dead inside. (laughs) Oh, that's so sad. (laughs) You don't want somebody to cloud your evidence or anything. Exactly. You need to work together as a team. Yeah, for sure. Come up with legit, legit shit. Oh, yeah. my other piece of advice, don't do it to get famous. Yeah. Well, I'm out. Bye, guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Kidding. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's more of like a, I mean, it's science. It I mean, science. in all reality, it is science. We have questions. Mm-hmm. And what scientists have are questions, and they just have a different, I mean, their questions are just completely unrelated. And some other scientists, obviously, you know, parapsychologists and stuff like that, you know, they're mm-hmm. looking this stuff but i know when i've been asked why i wanted to start a group i said well i've been interested but i'm doing it for a hobby you know Mm because that's a passion you got a passion for something when you're doing it as a hobby versus you know i'm i'm gonna get rich and famous no you're not (laughs) like now if i get the opportunity to get rich doing it (laughs) obviously yeah who would turn my job is just like mind numbing and <laughs> back killing. So I mean, if yeah. somebody just offer me my yearly salary to go hunt ghosts, then I'm not an idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just don't lose your passion doing it. That's all. No, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, for sure. It takes a lot of you know effort, time, dedication to be in this field, and you know you got to have the right mindset for it and. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't let it get to your head or anything, and I don't know. I, I feel like it's definitely not something for everybody. Oh, that's for I'm sure. sure. People that will discover that, you know, where they get into teams or just get into the field and try it out, and they realize it's not really their thing. They notice yeah. they're scared of the dark, maybe. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. I'm scared of the dark, too. <laughs> <laughs> when we go to the bed, we just talked about that the other night. <laughs> yes, we did. I'm running to the bed and jumping on the bed. I don't want anything under my bed. Grabbing my feet. Feet. Yes. yes. <laughs> I've been scared ever since uh, Paranormal Activity when they in that movie and they yanked her out of the bed. That's uh, been uh, ever yeah. since. That is in the back of my mind. I'm like, oh, my God, there's something down there. My dog is so lazy. She would just sleep through it like anything trying to get me. So I'm like, well, I can't count on you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know what one of my fears is, which – He's he's actually discovered that because I had him watch the movie with me finally. Um, Hellraiser. Have you watched the Hellraiser movies? Oh, like the original a, Hellraiser. I think it was it's the very been a long time with Pinhead and all yeah. the other creepy characters crawling. 
Yeah, there's a movie that I think it was the first one actually. Um, there's a man that is actually his his body's growing on the attic flooring, but in order for his body to kind of mold into a man again, he has to kill and like eat people. And this woman that's in the house is actually bringing different men in there to help him kill them and stuff. Well, right. There's this one part in the movie that just when I was younger, it absolutely terrified me. And there was just this part where, you know, the man, he can't, like, stand up yet. You know, he's still kind of a skeleton, and he kind of just has to crawl across the flooring. There's a part where she walks into the attic and opens up the door, and um, he comes out of nowhere out of the corner. He just starts crawling really fast on the floor. I freaking screamed and about cried when I first watched that. And my brother used to mess with me, and he'd be down the hallway in the dark, and he'd come crawling at me like that. So I don't like things that crawl. I can't watch anything that has something that's crawling. Even if I know it's just not even a realistic movie whatsoever. If I see something crawling, I cover up my eyes. And so I think the same thing in the dark when I'm about to go to bed. I'm turning that light off for some reason. My mind immediately is like, what is there something crawling out from her closet? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> I just want to talk about mine. Of course. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I hate clowns. Clowns. I was just. I was just gonna ask about dolls. Oh no, dolls don't freak me out. Clowns. clowns. Like real life clowns. Not. What about clown dolls? I'm not sure why that was hard to Morse? say, but it was. Yeah. That. No. I. I'll pass on the clown dolls too. No thanks. They don't scare me. I just they look stupid. I'm not gonna like scream in terror if I see a clown, but I mean if it like spooks me, like if it like jumps out at me, right? I just punch it in the face. Like, well, yeah. My natural reaction. <laughs> yeah. and, like, I told her, I'm like, please, for the love of God, do not try to scare me with a clown mask because I will break your nose. And, like, I will be terrible about it. But like, this is my natural like reaction. I'm warning you, don't do it. I don't want to hurt it. Yes, yes. Don't blame you. Yeah, clowns. There's really no need for clowns. They're really not that funny. No, they're evil. They're just. (laughs) I guess that means you don't want to go to the clown motel. Uh, No, I would hard pass on that one. (laughs) Have you seen that with Ghost? I have. Where they went there? Yeah. Watch that. uh, We watched that episode actually, and there was a part with the clown that was sitting there, and his arm just like shifted when Zach was standing there, and. He cringed so much when he watched that part. He's like, turn it off, turn it off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, yeah. I know it's uh, spiritual and everything is my stepmom. She's my partner, but she's a medium as well. Mm -hmm. Dolls. Dolls are her thing. She cannot do, just just can't. And I'm like, why? There's just, just can't. Her mom's like that. I used to collect porcelain dolls when I was My daughter's little. actually like that too. She's she she's not one of those kids that wants any baby doll or any doll really. Period. She she can deal with like Barbies and stuff. Yeah. But she just she can't do dolls. Ever since she was a baby, like if she saw any type of baby doll or something, she would like scream and cry, and she'd get she'd be terrified. She'd climb all over you by the time she was a toddler just to right. be away. From Oh, I'm so we probably trying to figure out why it's not moving like a human. Yeah, my mom always used to tell us she watched this movie. Uh, let me give her the benefit of the doubt. Say late seventies, maybe early eighties. <laughs> I don't know what the name of the movie is. 
but there's this movie where the porcelain dolls, like, mm-hmm. are the horror movie, I don't know if they're killing people or just, like, scaring people. I don't know what's going on. But she said you could hear them, like, you know, in the scene, it would be, like, dark. You can't see them, but you could see the person, like, looking around, and you'd hear the pitter-patter. Yeah, like, the little feet. All feet uh-huh. on the floor. And we used to mess with her uh, growing up. We'd be, like, <laughs> like doing that, and she'd be like, stop it. <laughs> I have a brother that's dolls, like, and I would like weird. try to freak her out with those. Oh yeah, you have to. Once you find some, find out somebody doesn't like dolls, it's just I, I may be evil, but I have to mess with people too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had about thirty porcelain dolls when I was little. It's probably about ten, which would have made my older brother eleven. He hated them. He broke so many of my dolls. Always so mad. He he was a jerk. <laughs> but so he'd always go to bed like super early. And then like during the summer his friends and stuff would come over and so we'd get some fishing line, tie it around the doll's neck, tie it up on his light in his room, we'd wake him up, turn the light on and off, and oh my god. Oh I, I hate you. I'd be gone for like a week, but it was priceless and totally worth getting grounded for. <laughs> it was great. He hated me for that. I had fun. <laughs> I think really, you know, when it comes to going to, you know, haunted places, probably, I mean, I'm I'm not even going to lie. I probably, the first time I see in like an apparition or something and it throws me off, I might scream like a bitch and yeah. freak the first time. I might react, you know, different than I thought. Who knows? But. I guarantee, though, if you're hearing me scream somewhere and running real quick, it's probably because I saw a spider somewhere. <laughs> I'm g- it's bound to happen. These places right, right. Go to, oh. you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in there, you know, with open windows and everything in these basements, it's probably going to happen when we go to Prospect. <laughs> <laughs> no, bugs, I'm all right. Dark, I'm okay. I, I think well, what if, about bugs and the dark? Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. It's bugs. <laughs> Unless it's poisonous. I mean, that would suck, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I have a snake. He's over there. Um, yeah, he... Yeah, over I'm a, does he snuggle? Huh? Does he snuggle? No, it bites. Oh. Yeah, he's kind of an ass. <laughs> I don't mess with him. But it's... Ten year, almost ten years old now, and oh, like wow. I got it, it was like just this big, and now it's like four foot long. So oh wow, I got a cousin that's really into snakes and stuff. That's There's neat. a great dragon too. Oh, okay. We got a lot. That's we got. I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> two ferrets, two cats, bearded dragon, snake. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.